can, you What's can up, everyone? Welcome to Bacon is my podcast. Wow. That was, yeah, that's it. That's the intro. That's the intro. Right there. That is Thanks. happening. We are now here. You know we what? Were, <laughs> we were literally just talking about how we were going to do the intro, but she did it. She jumped in and she's there. So wait, cue the, cue the music now. Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! We have an actual music, but we might replace it with what you just did. It's me. I just had a big bite of a big breast of chicken. She Can did. you show the audience? Uh, yes. For those of you <laughs> who are on the audio version, we we implore you to go to the video version <laughs> on, on strangerhood.com. Strangerhoodtv.com. Strangerhoodtv.com. She is eating a piece of a chicken breast that is as big as her face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't see her it face. Actually, this second one's bigger. Oh my god! Wow, that's fantastic. Jesus Christmas! <laughs> I feel like they only sauced one okay, side of that. I just saw both yeah. sides. So, I so feel I feel like okay. Sauced. So she's she's a part of this band called Rivals, and they're pretty great. Um, that's me. But you just recently moved from L.A. to Nashville, which is one of my favorite towns. Mm -hmm freaking ever how's the food over there oh wonderful um it's good it's it's got it's you know it's it's a really okay so i'm from la so i'm used to a very big city um with lots in lots of not only different foods um but lots of different genres of food mm -hmm. um so here sorry my brightness um here it's um a lot harder to find those different uh like like uh, i like calling them genres genres yeah, of food. No, no, no. Well, it makes no, that's fine. sense that's fine <laughs> so if you, i love so calling like, it that it's hilarious you can't you can't uh, call it like greekish we're talking genres like greekish chinese-ish <laughs> greek now in the genres of food is that like the genres of music i think it would still be quite like, like there's there's greek food but then there's like hard greek Fusion. And then there's like heavy yeah. Greek, heavy Greek, Greek fusion. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, alternative yeah, Greek. So actually, we were in Jer we were in Jersey. We were we were in Jersey. I'm sorry. At one point, I'm so sorry. So sorry. The venue was <laughs> next to the venue was uh, a pho burrito spot. A what? Oh, wow. yes. that's a weird. I had the same reaction. <laughs> It was a pho burrito spot, so it was literally all the contents of pho, minus the soup, obviously, right. um, it wrapped in a um, tortilla, uh, and it was phenomenal. <laughs> oh, I got another one. I got another one. Uh, in Iowa, there is a restaurant across the street from the venue that sells Asian pizza. I've had Asian pizza. Yes, so like orange so chicken good. pizza, yep. General South, General South pizza. pizza. We didn't go there. Uh, beef no, and broccoli pizza, amazing. The yeah. the only cool thing we did in in Iowa, uh, it, which is in the archives, corn. The, uh, no, well, a lot of corn there. But um, <laughs> we we corn. Uh, 
We actually we uh we kidnapped our Uber driver. We did kidnap our Uber driver for the entire night. We weren't even there on a on a tour. Like we weren't, yeah. our bands weren't touring at the time. Um, uh, Mike and I work AV for medical conferences and we happened to be there for a weekend to do a medical conference. And we usually have like one night off. And so we like to take that night and just go see whatever, find a place to eat, find a band to see all that yeah. kind of stuff. Find, find like the venue. And I was like, dude, we're in Iowa. Slipknot. Let's try and find some metal shows. Right. And uh, and I found yeah. I found like the worst metal band ever. Yeah. That I could ever possibly find. And I was like, we're going to this. And he, he was like, are, really? And I said, yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> was it- and we, we so we we showed up and the first band that was on was actually really, really good. Really it good. wasn't a metal band. It, it was it was um, I don't know. It was kind of like indie and the. uh the singer uh-huh. she had a, um, a teddy bear costume on yeah, like a onesie like a onesie okay and they were really really good and then i don't the know rest... why she had a onesie it didn't it didn't um make sense to the to the aesthetic of the band or anything like no that. she just happened to be in a onesie but no were, because that, the, the rest of the fantastic. band was a bunch of hipster hipsters they were fantastic um, but they man were buns in a onesie yeah um but yeah, after that, it was. It was what was awful. the name of the band? Maybe the name of the band. Oof. We didn't um, know. Nothing involving band. bears. No, nothing no, involving bears nothing at, all. at all. The 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 bear onesie literally was a question mark. It was just kind of like, oh, riddle me this. <laughs> Why am I a bear? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So wait. Anyway, I'm long curious. long story short, we were like, hey, this sucked because the metal bands here actually do suck, and uh, well, some of yeah. them. But the ones uh, we saw, the ones we saw, which were like six we were in the wrong place. We were in the wrong place. It was a cool venue, though. Yeah, really like the venue. Um, but they were he was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to show you a good time. And the first place he brought us was a place like way deep into like cornfields and stuff. And <laughs> at which point we go in and uh, it's people doing square dancing. It was square dance lessons. Ah. In it was fact. Square dance lessons, which is cool. So it was cool right. No. But it, it was, but it was ending. already like ending. It was so ending, we couldn't even join. And it was on a jukebox. It wasn't. It was like on a like a ghetto blaster, um, not even like on the PA or anything. Yeah. And uh, the bartender, we go up to her, and she's like, and and I was like, oh, maybe I could go up to the the jukebox. I'll throw some songs on. She's like, yeah, I don't even bother. It's not gonna go on for another two hours. And we we're like, oh, okay. She's like, what do you want to drink? <laughs> Just really, angry, really, yeah, super, yeah, super yeah, no, engaging. No, she she was like tatted up, like green hair and stuff. She was not happy to be there, and uh, so we we had our drink and we were like, all right, screw it, let's just go to our. Hotel. Well, so okay, I'm gonna tag in here for a second yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's you're omitting a few uh, important things because he brought us to this place. Seattle and he said no he said I'm gonna wait outside and if it sucks, come back out and I'll bring you guys somewhere else. And we were like, oh, dude, thank you so much. So as we were going to go in, we were like, why don't you just come in with us? Right. That's right. And he was You're like, right. oh, yeah. OK. So we brought him in with us and we 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 bought him a Red Bull and everything. Yeah. He was like, uh, he was I was like, like I'm hey, not drinking. Drink? And we were like, like no, 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 that's a good move. Cool. Please don't. What do you want? <laughs> you wanted, you, no, no. It wasn't Red <laughs> okay. Bull. It was Rockstar. Rocks. OK. So uh, we ended oh, up leaving that movie. place. And oh, there's a there's a there's a. There's a dog on screen right now for those of you that are just we listening, which guess. stops everything. Who we Who's on dogs. screen right now? The name is Roshi. 
Roshi. Okay. Roshi, yeah. uh, like like what, Master Roshi from Dragon Ball. I was gonna say, what's where are we where are we getting Roshi from? That's awesome. We have we have nerd names for our dogs too. My my dog, I have a Frenchton, which is a French bulldog, Boston Terrier mix. His name is Bruce Wayne. Full name, Bruce Wayne. Okay. Yeah. And mine my my, uh, okay. my boxer's name is Bane, who is a Batman villain who breaks oh. Bruce Wayne's back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um our we never met him. Oh my god. Our Wi-Fi, <laughs> uh, our Wi-Fi is Kame House. Oh, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Look at us go. Look at this. Look at this. We're, yeah. yeah. Hey. Hey. We do, that's what we do. That's what we're about. All right. I'm sure you get it by now, but here at Bacon is my podcast. Our dogs are our family too. And we love to give them a little something extra to look forward to every once in a while. That's why we subscribe to BarkBox. Bruce, Bane, and Bruno are all treated to two brand new durable toys every month, plus a unique pack of treats that keep them excited every single month. And we have a special offer for you just for being a Bacon Is My Podcast consumer. Go to baconismypodcast.com right now, scroll to the sponsors, click on that BarkBox link, and you'll receive an extra toy in your first BarkBox. So head on over to baconismypodcast.com, click on that BarkBox link, and spoil your favorite four-legged friend today. Okay, so Rockstar Energy Drinks. We so yeah. we leave that place. He's going to take us to another place. He tells us his life story: how he came, uh, he came to the country, uh, met his wife, got married, uh, loves his life, moved to Iowa. And so he takes us to like the college area, and he's like, "This is where people are going to be." And we're like, "All right." And so we get there and we were like, why don't you come in with us? And he literally okay. like, we were like, why don't you just, you know what? Why don't you just come hang out with us while we're checking places out? Why don't you come with us? So he comes into this bar with us. That's definitely a college bar. So we get in the college bar and I'm immediately like, um, I just need to find whiskey right now. This is all I need. I have uh, somewhat of an issue of being in and among uh, uh, in the middle of a crowd of a bunch of people, I can be in, in front of as many people as I can be in front of. And that doesn't bother me at all. But the minute I'm surrounded by people, I start to kind of lose my shit a little bit. And so I'm like, I need to like get to a wall <laughs> or, or like yeah. find a, find a place where I can like have my back against something. Um, so I was like, Hey, I'm going to hang down here. Uh, there were two levels. There were a bunch of people dancing on a dance floor. And then there was this like other area where there were people standing on this uh, upper level kind of above everything. And our driver was kind of like uh, misty eyed, willfully looking at that area, just with like a wanting in his eyes that 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 Mike saw and took it upon himself to be like, do you want to get up there? I'm going to get you up there. <laughs> So for me, okay. for me, I, I, I hate people, uh, lots relatable, of people, but, yeah. but in a show kind of atmosphere, shit, I can get, the, I could get to the front of the pit. So yeah. yeah, I cannot, I treat, I treated it as such and I got him up there and then there was this like one frat guy that was just like, yeah, I'm dancing between two girls and this is awesome. And I, I, I like dude dude come here can you let my buddy get up here and he's like nah man no no i was like dude 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 
He's going through a real tough time. I think he's going to have a divorce. Just had a kid. Just totally. Can you can you do me a favor? Just doom this guy's one, future with karma. One good night. And he's like, "Oh man, that sucks." I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, man. I got, I got it." So I, oh, t- God. I, her, I take our Uber driver. I'm like, "Bro, get up there. I'll see you later." And I went right back down <laughs> to I, him. I look up and I see the Uber driver and he's he's on this stand. He's in between two girls and he's having the best, literally the oh. best time of his life. Yeah. And Mike came down and I was like, this this is why we went out tonight. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is why. It was a lot of fun. That was and, the moment. Right. And we we left. He drops us off. And uh, when we go to pay, he's like, uh, no, no, I got you. Oh. And he didn't he didn't charge us he hung out with us for hours yeah and drove oh. us all over charged us nothing beautiful man yeah oh <laughs> yeah, we had that's, the best time that's a good story it was a lot of fun it was totally a lot of fun but you've toured like oh man you've you guys are just a touring band and you haven't done that for the yeah. past year yeah, I'm in awe yeah. of how so, much you guys play, yeah. and I am also um, like interested that in moved? what that's been like <laughs> for the past year. Because you need to like, hey, I need to be on the road for a little while. <laughs> yeah, let me drive to a new place. So, okay, the moving thing was like sort of unplanned. Um, it was like July, and um, my boyfriend's speakers were still out here at his dad's house because we lived here a couple years ago. And we were like, oh, well, let's drive out there and um, we'll pick up your speakers and a couple of other things and we'll come home. Well, we were out here and we had been talking about buying a house for a while. Cody and I have been together for almost five years. So about two years ago, we were like, we should buy a house. That would be like a good idea. Like we've been dating a long time. We should do it. Um, and we were out here and my mom came with us, uh, and she was like, well, why don't we just go look at some spots? And I was like, okay, sure. So we go and there's one up the street from here and we go and look at it and we're like, eh, it's whatever. And we drive around the neighborhood and we saw this house that I'm in right now. Um, and we were like, well, okay. So then we called our realtor and we're like, Hey, we want to go see it. Um, we're just curious. And, um, uh, we went and looked at like 40 other houses and then uh we saw this one and we were like i was like wow um i really like that house uh and my mom's like why don't you put an offer on it like what's keeping you in la and i was like that's a really good question i don't know Um, yeah like i mean i got my band and my dog right now uh i got my band and uh, some of my family's there but a lot of my family's moved away my dad's no longer in la my brother moved out of la my mom moved out of la she's in the desert now and the only family um like super like actually you know family um is my sister and my niece and my nephew and stuff like that but and i was like yeah i mean i guess you're right there is not really a point in me staying here so we put an offer on the house and um when we were walking through the house um cody found a pick sitting on the countertop um and he read it it said maddie and tay and I was like, well, who lived here? And my mom, being my mom, started right. talking to the neighbor here. Um, and he spilled the beans. She's in Maddie and Tay. Uh, she was, I don't know if you know who they are. They're like a big country, two girls. And um, 
she lived here. She built the house. Um, one of them did. And I have found like Carrie Underwood stuff from when they toured with Carrie Underwood. Oh, That's yeah, awesome. like a ton sad. of stuff. And um, so, yeah, we bought our house from another music musician. Um, and there was like multiple offers on the house when we like originally looked at it. And I sent her a letter just like, hey, we're also musicians. Uh, we tour full time. Um, you know, we'd love to buy your house and make it our home. And she accepted our offer. So then I was like, okay, well, I guess I just bought a fucking house. <laughs> um, guess I got to move now. <laughs> yeah. And then literally a month later, we moved to Nashville and that was it. I literally decided, <laughs> came out here on a whim to pick up some speakers and some other things. Um, and then we drove out here because yeah. uh, we were bringing a load back. And then we were yeah. like, well, I guess we won't bring anything back. <laughs> so we just drove back <laughs> just to drive back. Uh, I ended up putting a month. I was like, I told my apartment, I was like, I'm moving out. And then that was that. I moved just like that literally a month. Yeah. Spontaneous uh, decisions. That's my whole life. Before we go any further, my wife wanted me to apologize to you because the last time we came to see you guys was in Uh uh, Brooklyn. So, (laughs) so we actually came to see you guys at the knitting factory. So, so uh, you were hanging out in the merch uh afterwards mm-hmm. and you were talking with with my wife and i and mm-hmm. we were like okay I, I was saying i was like hey let's just like hang out or whatever and she was like well i'm like super duper hungry and i was like well you know whatever you want to do and she was she wanted me to apologize that we didn't <laughs> hang out longer because she okay, was super well, duper hangry <laughs> my qualm with it is why didn't you ask me to go get food? I was, I'm hungry. Mm. <laughs> I was kidding. So there you go. I'm going to go. Uh, listen, she's listening to it. She's listening to this episode. So uh, she's going to, she's going to think about that herself. So the way I found you guys was because I saw you with red jumpsuit. Oh, like uh, yes. A year, year or two before that. Yeah. <clears throat> my, my wife and I drove to Philly. We're from, we went, we're from New York, but we, we drove Ooh. to Philly to see them and and you know you gotta you gotta check out the opening acts and of stuff. course yeah and first and one that's how i first want to get their last one like, to leave shit these guys are great um thank you so <laughs> then after that she was like oh well we need to see when they come around again and mm-hmm. you guys were not just the opening act but you guys were the opening 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 act. <laughs> we were first you guys were like at seven yeah. o'clock and she was right. we were both kind of stoked because it was like sweet these guys go on at seven we can go get our eat on by like 8 30 mm-hmm. <laughs> and still have like a few drinks in us and yeah. uh yeah she she was like tell her i'm really sorry because i don't want to <laughs> think that she thought i was a jerk because i was really hungry and i said i get it see i think jen owes her a dinner now next time you come to next new york time. jen owes you a dinner i'm down Okay. You know, I, I I also didn't realize you guys were from New York, and I just had a whole rant about how amazing Deep Dish is. So um, it's okay. We hate you secretly. To be to be absolutely fair, <laughs> I'm I'm actually from Indiana, so I'm okay. Just weird too. Two hours south of Chicago. Cool. I, so I only uh, offended one of you. I'm super familiar. <laughs> I prefer New York pizza at this stage of my game, but Listen, uh, okay. But I, I will love say that it. I don't I'm hate with casseroles. I love, I love casseroles. <laughs> I and I enjoy cardboard pizza. Okay, love it. It's love okay. 
Reheated all day. He's cardboard so pizza. mad. Look at his face. She's Interview- not wrong. Inter- She's Interview not wrong. Over. Interview it's over. Not them. She's not wrong. Um. Oh, you want to come in? Oh, you guys. Okay. Can I tell you my most embarrassing New York City story? Please do. Please do. Okay. So, okay. This is the blondest moment of my life. <laughs> okay. So my friend and I went to uh, New York. We were 18 or 19. This was before I ever toured. So it was my first time ever really going anywhere. Well, um, her uncle is like one of the biggest news anchors in New York. Well, he let us use his part-time condo, which is like on the Upper East Side, like literally the penthouse. It was like the craziest thing. And so... She goes, hey, we're in New York. We should order some pizza. I'm like, yeah, it's a great idea. And we had been drinking all day. And I was like, okay, sure. You know, order some pizza. Well, the pizza shows up. And she answers the door to give the guy money. And she turns around and looks at me and goes, are you fucking kidding me? We're in New York City. And you ordered Domino's. Oh. Oh. What's what's wrong with you? Epic fail. I was like. (laughs) I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I realized quickly. I was like, wow, I'm I'm an idiot. Wait, hold I'm on. I'm a you, moron. You grew up in LA though, right? I did grow up in LA. And you and Domino's was still your choice? <laughs> you know, I was young. All right, all right. Fair okay. enough. Hey, there's, okay. there, I mean, there is really I just no want to formally for apologize to all of our fans. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, there's a time and a place for dominance. Like, yeah. it's, like you got to be oh, super wasted. I you got to be, dude. Now, living in Nashville, we don't have good pizza. Right. No, you don't. Um, so it's usually Domino's or Pizza Hut or something. Like if we get right, pizza, yeah. that's what we end up with. Because we've tried um, one of the best rated pizza spots here was so god awful. Yeah. Um, that it's because everybody goes. Everybody goes. Oh well, we we came from New York. Oh, we came from Chicago, and we brought some water with us. And it's like, right, shut up, right? Yeah, no, you didn't. Yeah, idiot. Yeah, you yeah. don't do that. Embarrassing. I I brought a thermos from New York, which means I can make good dough. Like, shut your mouth. Eat it. <laughs> Go ahead and eat it. A thermos. Yeah. Fuck those. Okay. I, can make a, I can make a bagel because I have a thermos of New York water. Yeah. Shut up. I literally don't even understand what that means, but I'm going to say yes. No. So, no. Okay. So so there are people. Is it like, like a gimmick? South? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. totally is. Because I've never heard that, that before. People, people people think that the, that the New York water. water is what makes the dough so good and make which is why New York bagels are good and which is why New York pizza is good. Right. So they're no, like, it's oh, it's good because of the people of the that water. make it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but people are like, there, there's there's places throughout the country that make pizza or make bagels that like put on their ads, like we use New York water, we ship in New York water. And I'm just like, shut your face. Like tap water? <laughs> I guess. Maybe. That's I guess. gross. No, little do they know the secret <laughs> to New York pizza is Aquafina. I'm just kidding. God damn right. God damn right. <laughs> yeah, spray <Yeah>. water. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> wow. But this, I I feel you though. Huge. Like I I I've because I grew up in the Midwest, right? I did I wasn't in a big city. So all I had, much like Nashville, was I had like I had Pizza Hut, I had Domino's, I had a little mm -hmm. Caesars, and then I had like mall pizza, which was like an approximation of New York pizza. Sabaros. What is that place but called? Sabaros? Sabaros. Right, but it wasn't Sbarros. even Sabaros. It wasn't even Sabaros because we we didn't You had have... a knockoff Sabaros? Dude, <laughs> Indiana. Is it <laughs> I had a Sabaros and I live in New York. Yeah, Indiana. Man, bro. I gotta say, yeah, the Midwest is a crazy place. <laughs> It's it's a crazy place. It is. It's it is indeed. But, but I will say, out of all of our seven questions, people, your description of your perfect pizza is the only one that made me like go, oh, I, I got to order that. Mm, I want to yes. order that like later. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get yes. that. <laughs> like you now. Won't get that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, our, our Uno pizzas are gone. Yeah. I, I like that some of the places in Chicago that I used to go, you can actually order that. They'll they'll freeze it and they'll ship it to you and you can get it anywhere in the country. I have heard that. Yeah, I have heard that. I love that this whole podcast has been about food. <laughs> hey, we like to eat and you're, you like, you you're like currently eat. eating chicken as we started. So. I love eating. Yeah. I'd say like a big yeah. thing for us on tours whenever we go anywhere. We're like, OK, well, what are the what are the spots? Where do we need to go eat? Do you have any go-tos that like you hit every time? Yes, Austin, Texas. Um, right across the street from Come and Take It Live, there is a taco truck that is the best tacos I've ever yeah. had in my life, and I'm from yeah. LA. What, what kind of tacos are they? Yeah. What, what kind? So what, I'm really. Heard. Mick and I both are really into El Pastor, um, mm. and Love so that. like it is our goal in life to find the perfect El Pastor. And um, that place nails it. And whenever like any Mexican food spot puts pineapple or mango on their El Pastor, you've won me. That's it. Mm. I'm done. I'm done. You, you, just, you did it for me. That's it. Nice. So they're super good. And their salsas are like genuinely hot. And I love it. We always hit that Asian pizza spot anytime we're in Iowa. Um, zombie burger. Also in Iowa. Yeah, Waffle House, Whataburger, Sheets, right. Wawa, you know, the typical. She, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, in, in terms oh of God. Sheets versus Wawa, that's like a big thing in the Northeast here. See, I don't get it. I'm team I'm team Wawa. Oh I'm team whatever God. I see first. Fuck Sheets. Whatever. Whatever, whatever I see first. It depends on what I want. Wawa, sandwiches. Yes. Okay. Sheets. Everything mac and cheese. Yeah. No, they have those with all those flavor, all those mac and cheeses with all that crazy shit in them. Mm. That's okay. <laughs> Just no bacon. But, but, but um, uh, coffee. Coffee is all Wawa. Ooh. Yeah, just anything but Dunkin'. <laughs> I'm, a, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a cold brew person. He's a cold brew. And I, I see like their... Their new ads that are all like, "What do you put on top of a Dunkin' cold brew?" And I'm like, uh, "A lid," and then you Nothing. throw that shit away because I don't know what's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like people are always so nitpicky about Starbucks, but from somebody who tours, yeah, Starbucks is consistent, and I need yes. that. <laughs> Dunkin' is like ninety nine percent sugar, 
and then this mm-hmm. much coffee. They're like, oh, it's always like, do you want creamer? Whole cup. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My issue with coffee is that I, I drink it black. Uh, so that is your issue. That is that's, your issue. That's a yeah. huge issue when it comes to consistency. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know if you know like, this, but you're you can place you're already place. married. You don't need to impress anyone else. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like black coffee. No, you don't. I just no, nobody I likes. Really you do. don't. Nobody likes. I really no, you're a liar. Don't. You're a liar. You think you do, okay. But you don't. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you guys. I'm gonna send you, and I'm gonna send you. Uh, some of the coffee that we get and, and okay. drink it black and I'll put some almond milk oh. in it and I'll love it. Fuck yeah. It. Mm. This Thick podcast has literally just been about food. <laughs> Sorry. <Bacon is> my <laughs> podcast. You're welcome. I'm <laughs> not even upset. Bacon is in the okay, name let's... of the podcast. <laughs> okay. Let's, 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 okay. Let's, let's move on. Okay. No more food. <laughs> All right. So away from food stuff, uh, you're mm-hmm. a graphic mm-hmm. artist. Right? I am. Yeah. So you I actually. Am. So so before we go e- any further, yeah, you did uh, my band's uh, logo. Did I really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to offend you because no, I, I know. Have, I have, you have done a lot of art. Shit going on. I have done art for over two hundred different bands. That's right. awesome. Um, and. And 199 yes. of them are better and more successful than my band. Well, not better. Which is fine. Aww. Not better. It's more successful. Right. right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but not better. Your band's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Really quickly, remind yes. me your band's name. Something Heavy. Oh, yes. I remember. Okay. That You're is a lie. lie. That is a no. lie. You're such a liar. <laughs> No, I remember. She's bringing that shit up. She's going to be like, no, I remember. Yeah. Look, I just brought it up and looked at it to remind well, myself. Share screen. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Let's see. Um, name. Well, while you're looking up his, while you're looking up his band to figure out who it is. That was, okay, hey, hey, hey. That was in 2019, okay? That was a long time ago. Okay, technically That was a long time ago. Technically speaking, that was two years ago, but we had COVID, so this is like four years ago. Tell people how they can get in touch with you in in terms of. Yeah, are you still doing that graphic? for people? Yeah. Or okay, yeah, I am. I do. Um, actually, one of my full time gigs now is I do merch for Falling in Reverse. I do oh, tons of merchandise for them copious amounts and i do his twitch stream stuff and a couple other things so um i've been super heavily on that so i don't post um as many like pre-mates or anything anymore because i'm just mm-hmm. don't have time and i'm also right. full-time in school uh and i'm full-time in a band so you know three full-time jobs i'm fine who's, who's, um, who's put out this like this 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 record that like <clears throat> kind of what it's like a million streams or something yeah, we're Somewhere. actually over that now. Yeah, we're over right. that. Uh, crazy. Okay, well, let me mention this. My art yeah. is is ridgelinemediaca at gmail.com. If you need art, hit me up. Ridgeline Media, that's me. That's my thing. Secondly, yes, my our record hit a million streams before the record even was out, uh, which is so cool. Um, we had over 400 different merch and CD in like album orders, and that's just 
just from the specific orders. That doesn't include how many vinyls they popped. So it got, it was crazy. It was like when my label messaged us the numbers, I had a low key like moment of realization um, that this is working. Right. <laughs> uh, that it's working, that, uh, that our band is doing something uh, which is crazy to me. You always like when you start a band, I mean, you, your bands, uh, you go, yeah, we're going to be fucking huge and it's going to be sick. And then right. six years go by, <laughs> six, seven years go by and you're like, we're right. not huge. We're not sick. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that was, uh, it took me. I, I think it's just because I had such high expectations of what would happen with Damsel. And don't get me wrong, I think we did some super cool things and got to do crazy festivals. And like we got to do some yeah. really cool things. Yeah. Absolutely. Was it where I thought we would be? No. I hoped we would be, obviously, I think everyone thinks this. You're always like, I want to be bigger. I want to be the biggest. Um, and so, like, in Mickey and I, every interview ever, people always say, like, what's a goal of yours? And we say, Madison Square Garden, three nights in a row, sold out. Mm-hmm. And with that didn't happen first record, and I was like, we're not a first band record. This is stupid. I'm gonna have to wait 10 years before our band's been. Because it's either that, you either blow up on your first record, right, or, or it's 10 or it's years until you guys record. do something. Yeah. 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 So I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what my point of all this was, but we're not a first band record. And the realization well, that we're selling better on the second one, well, that's like, okay, cool. Well, but, it's growth. It shows growth. It shows, and it shows, growth, but, it shows yeah. that you're getting more versus the last thing. What? So, yes. so explain to me, like walk or just like walk us through like that, mm-hmm. that first feeling of seeing that you like hit a million. What was that for you? Was because that's a big, that's a big like, fucking number, right? Like, like are you talking for this a million? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because this one was quicker. Yeah, no, it was so weird. It was like this wasn't a cumulative. Was, <laughs> this was a right I away. It, you know, so that's dropped, a big thing. When we dropped lavenders, I was like, it would be really cool if we hit a million before the record came out. Right. I was like, that would be really like, or like when the record came out, like right, you know, first week kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I I, I kind of said it online. I was like, you, you know, like uh, I said, first song that hits a million streams, I'll get tattooed on my body. Mm-hmm. And like I was like making jokes, you know, like. Ha, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and I was like, it'd be really cool if the album hit a million before we it blah blah blah, and it'd be cool if blah 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 blah, and like I um, and it all just happened. It just like our fans and everybody was like, well, we're gonna make it happen. And I was like, that's super cool. And. I think the coolest part for me hitting a million was we got some playlisting, but like Damsel got tons of playlisting, like curated playlisting. Right. This record did, but not like Damsel did. It was very different. And we still hit a million before the record came out. It took us almost an entire year to hit a million on Damsel. So like that perspective was like, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Was it like, okay, well, I've been putting this out here. I've kind of manifested this and kind of worked my mm-hmm. ass off and and deserve this, which you guys do. Absolutely. Um, Thank you. Or was it like, holy shit, like this, this happened fast. This is great. 
Oh no, it was a holy shit moment. I yeah. I literally one of our songs on our new record, Alkaline, is about this. It's about mm-hmm. my perception of like where I think the band is and like where the band actually is is very skewed. To a lot of people, my band is huge. But like from my perspective, my band is not huge. <laughs> like we have so long to go until I, we are what I consider huge. Like huge to me is Madison Square Garden three nights in a row sold out. Right. But to a lot of other people, huge is selling out a venue. Any right. venue. Of course. Yeah. And like, so it's like my perception well, is so skewed. So I will say the one thing that blew my mind more than the record hitting a million streams was the day after the record came out, somebody got the album title tattooed on their body. That's amazing. Not even 24 hours after it came out. That's amazing. And I remember messaging it to the band and everyone was like, already? Like, really? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, I got to tell you, I got to tell you that the, the title of the record is just like why somebody hasn't put something out earlier. Well, shame on them because it's one of those things that just like it's when you guys when you guys released it, I was like, why hasn't this happened yet before? Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. But it's a really, really mm-hmm. good theme, especially when you're like talking mental health and anything like that. It's a great phrase. Yeah. I mentioned it yeah. to, to Mick it actually in our interview with him. I'm a very you know, I'm a songwriter too. So I'm a very lyrical person and I really kind of like get lost in the lyrics of a lot of things. And I, and I have a way of um, empathizing with the singer and I start to kind of like put their words in my shoes, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think um, a lot of people think it's all about putting yourself in the other person's shoes, but it's like when I'm listening to a song, it's all about figuring out a way to get people to put your words in their shoes. And, uh, and I think that's, that's such a huge thing. And just the sad looks pretty on me line alone. And I mentioned this like straight yeah. out to make it. I was like, dude, I wish I wrote that. Like it was one of those things <laughs> where like you hear it and you're like, son of a bitch. That's like, so it's, it's obvious yet still uh, unique and artistic to where you kind right. of like look at it and you go, that's, that's so smart. But you also look at it and go, why didn't I think of that? Um, and it's such a well, cool it- thing. You know, like, and a lot of your lyrics are like that, honestly, yeah. like I, I identified you. with so many things. Um, and the measure, one of the measures for me always, if I, if I like a band and I like their songs and I really get into it is if I like songs because they make me think of me. And if I hate songs because they make me think of me and, Did you both? <laughs> and you guys, yeah, different <laughs> songs have done both to me, honestly, like I identify in a lot of different ways um, with a lot of different lyrics that you have because you're very, you're, you're so varied in, in what you talk about. There's some, there's some things that you've got a little bit of like tongue in cheek and hook and, and stuff like that. But then you've got some real deep shit that like cuts you. And, and it's like, wow. When a, when a band can kind of, I think with with Mickett, we were talking a little bit more about how the band juggles the sonic differences of everybody's influences. Um, but lyrically, there's just this this like sometimes it's a mountain that's crushing you, and sometimes 
it's a river that's taking you. And, and, um, and those things are huge to me as a listener. And that's one of the things that like, I appreciate if I, if I hear a song and I go, fuck this, like, this is how I felt at this time, or this is how I feel right now. And I didn't have a better way to explain it myself. And now I have one. Like, yeah. I feel like that's, that's a huge yeah. thing. And I appreciate that. And, and like really, really good um, lyrics, content and messaging in your music. And I, I appreciate that a lot, which is very cool. Well, yeah. I, now that I, I'm on I, a very I, high horse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have to like, for, for me, uh, and yeah, sorry. I don't, I'm not trying to kiss you. I came on here to get my ego rubbed <laughs> for me personally. Like, uh, so I know, I know it's all about the new record, but I'm, I'm an OG now. Can I say I'm an OG, uh, rivals fan? Yeah. You can, yeah. because can you, because you're the reason I, even, that I heard of them. Right. So, and so you introduced so, me. So you've introduced people to them, yeah. which makes you an OG re re reflection. Holy shit. Yeah. That was, <laughs> that's, that's my favorite song, song on Damsel. <sighs> that was my favorite was, song on Damsel. I was obnoxious. Like, like anytime I've seen you guys, Jen has always gone. Stop screaming in my ear <laughs> because the chorus is so high that she's because I have to, I just have to scream it. And she's like, stop, just stop, stop. I hate you. Stop it. <laughs> that um, was so that was the only song that the, that word wasn't in the chorus at all. No, it's which not, that's typically how I name Typically, how I name my songs is I will just like choose a word in the chorus. I'm like, that's the one. Or, yeah. Because um, I'm, you know, creative. Yeah. If it makes you feel better, technically, I didn't write Sad Looks Pretty on me either. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Shit. So let me tell you a little story behind it. I've told the story oh. many times just because it's so significant to like the whole thing. But well, then I'm sorry I was going through a really, really, shit. really weird time in my life. Um, I was like so mentally confused and distraught in my life. And I went to a bar with um, Adrian from Assuming We Survive. Do you know who they are? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, and I wasn't drinking that night. I was just hanging out, just chilling. And he walks up to me and he goes, hey, are you okay? And I was like, I'm all right. He goes, well, at least sad looks pretty on you. And I looked at him and he was, you know, drunk at this point. And I looked at him and I was like, can I use that? And oh, he was that. like, sure. He's like, you absolutely can. I don't care. And I was like, cool. Thank you. And I wrote that down and I wrote, this was happening in damn soul cycle. So this wasn't even in like a thought. I just wrote right. it down on my phone. I have like a whole list of stuff. Um, I call them, it's my punchlines note. Yes. And um, yeah. I wrote it down in there. <laughs> we're there. Uh, I wrote it down. And uh, time was coming. We were writing the new record. And I was like, man, I really want to make this work. And I kept trying to make it work. I actually tried to make it work on Lavenders originally. And it didn't work. So I was like, okay, whatever. And then the time came around and we wrote, um, we wrote Sad. And I was trying to make, I sure know how to make Sad look pretty on me. It just felt weird. So I was like, well, then how can I like swing it? Right. Uh, and then I came up with Sad looks pretty good on me. Um, and at the end, obviously, I sing like the big, you know? Right, right. Uh, and yeah, so technically speaking, I did not write that line Adrian from Assuming We Survived in. 
Oh. I just made it fit. <laughs> you know what? Technically speaking, you did write that line because you made it yours. That's true. I did, yeah. But credit goes to him. Thank you, Adrian, for that one. That was That's seriously awesome. the coolest. Awesome. You never will... know. So, <laughs> so was this this was this your first like rock band that you were ever in? Oh yeah, this is my only band. Uh, before yeah, I joined that's, Rivals, that's okay. So first off, uh, you're a dick. But second off, <laughs> that's my only band. I've never been in another band. Um, before Rivals, I did like pop music. Um, it was awful. Um, it was terrible. I was like 18 years old, and I was like. Um, but I made like five, six songs, pop music, and then make it approach me. And then, uh, have been I joined rivals and I've been in rivals ever since. That's awesome. Good for you. Good for you. Awesome. <laughs> I just have no idea when to quit. So, uh, that is probably the best, okay, the single best quality a successful person can have. Right. I know because I, I have no self-control. It's either really good or really bad. Well, you know what? No one's, no one is ever, honestly, no one's ever successful because they just like, oh shit, I'll try this and I'm successful. People think that, but that's yeah. not what happens. Yeah. Uh, overnight successes take 10 years, like you said. So yeah. it's all a matter of like being stubborn and not quitting and just being like, right. well, yeah, this like, is what um, I do. Um, 21 pilots. People are like, they got so yes. big so fast. And I was like, no, right? they didn't. They've been like, a band um, for 10 years. Like 10 years? <laughs> Yeah. They did not get big fast. I have a question for y'all. Oh, oh whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa, shit. Whoa. Before you have that question, we have to pay a bill. No, nah, let her do the question. Then we'll pay the bill. No, 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 no. Let's do the question. She's got a question. No, no, no. Because it's pulling quick. Rank. It'll be quick. Pulling It'll be rank. Quick. Pulling rank. She's doing it. She's doing I'm, it I'm pulling rank. She's pulling rank. She's pulling rank. That's okay, two of us. Fine. Two against one. Fine. You okay. lose. Wait, what are you drinking there? This is water. Um, I finished this. Oh, um, Nana's got game. <laughs> uh, okay, here it is. What is your favorite song on our new record? Oh, mm. Fake Rich. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm just I, I like heavy stuff. So, but but also. <laughs> I'm, I'm an awesome it's a good song it's, it's a great it's a good song it's fun it's good I, I also deal i also deal with like a lot of fucking i deal with at work i i deal with mm. like the hierarchy of mm. people i'm i'm like i'm i'm here <clears throat> and i deal yeah. with the hierarchy so it's like okay i deal i do de uh, yeah yeah i get it i get it so right now it deals with that um overall second favorite i like strawberries okay yeah look at you just all over the spectrum <laughs> i i i don't know because my like i'm one of those people that i'll listen to a record and then tomorrow i'll listen to it and i'll have a different favorite but mm, um feels. alkaline i i i like a lot mm. i like strawberries a lot i like Sad looks pretty. I like. I, I. It's. It's. I think right now, alkaline. Yeah, is my favorite. That's my. That's. It's probably my. It's my second favorite on the record. My first okay. is strawberries. Strawberries is strawberries, so good. It's, it's. Strawberries was the first time that I got to make a pop song. 
Well, <laughs> I like yeah, I, I love it for the same reason that I'm I'm like yeah. I like I grew up I grew up <clears throat> in my first um my first experience with music. So I <clears throat> was at my my dad's mom's place, my grandmother in Michigan, and I went into his closet and I was probably Do you mean 10. your grandma? Yes, I said my grandma. <laughs> So you said you said dad's my dad's place. mom's place. And then I corrected it with grandma <laughs> afterwards. Roll the tape. You'll hear it. <laughs> because I said that and then my brain went, that was dumb. Why didn't you just say I'm grandma? so glad that you're here, <laughs> that you're here too. So, so I'm not the only one catching on these things oh, and going, hey, yeah. jerk. Hey, you said this. Hey, I talked. That's you. Whatever. great. <laughs> Whatever. You said no. you said it, and I was like trying to put it together. I was like, "Is dad's?" Well, and while you were putting it together, my brain went, "That was a dumb thing to say. Just say grandma." And I was like, "My grandma." <laughs> okay, continue. Thought, Sorry. Right. Okay. So continue. I was at my grandmother's place in Michigan, <laughs> and I went into uh, I was I was sleeping in my dad's old room, and I went into his closet, and he had a guitar, which was this horrible like harmony guitar that like had three strings on it mm -hmm. um and that was my first time ever holding a guitar and he had this uh eight track player and a bunch of eight track tapes and he had uh houses of the holy uh by zeppelin and he had kiss alive two i think it was so i don't know how it worked I don't know. I don't even know where my point is in this story anymore. I don't even know why we started this story because I forgot it because we, I, my brain went on the grandma thing. You know, I don't remember either. <laughs> right? Because it's that exciting. <laughs> it's that exciting of a story. Everybody got quiet and I was like, this is not worth everybody's patience. <laughs> so what Jimmy, the hell were we talking about? Jimmy likes it. That's how old he is. I, I don't even know what the they look like. They're, oh, they're, dude, these they're like giant a, fucking like things. a super cumbersome cassette tape that was okay. only side driven into a uh so like something. a VHS. Yeah, like half yeah. the half half of VHS. Half sides. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Why were VHS is so big? Do you remember because... opening them? Did you ever open one? Yes. Yeah, those are the they were like empty. Great. Yes. You know what though? It was it was Why the whole so excitement big? of like, oh, I gotta rip this fucking plastic. And then you pull out the tape, you're like, ah. you get to put put that into the. <laughs> I'm so confused. For this. VHS. Don't remember floppy disks. I do remember floppy disks. Yeah, yeah. I remember floppy disks. I had a game. Um, I had a game. I don't remember what the game was, but I had a game. Doom. Was. You know they took like two megabytes? Yeah. <laughs> so they could hold. It was huge. It, literally like, it was fucking huge. Two megabytes. I know. That was like crazy. Was now games trail? are like 100 gigabytes. You love your weekly dose of bacon as my podcast, but you need even more bacon. Well. Just go over to BaconIsMyPodcast.com. You can engage even more with us over there. It's a pathway to our music, extra content, our social media pages. Most importantly, grab yourself some pretty sweet swag and put it all over your body parts. Again, that's BaconIsMyPodcast.com. Listen to some tunes, pick up some merch, and tell us, what's your bacon? So you always want to hear a funny story. Yes, of course. <clears throat> I'll try to make it quick. So my mom lives out in Palm Springs, California. It's like a vacation town. 
she lives there. She's retired out there. And she goes on uh, this walk up in this canyon. It's like, it's a desert. <clears throat> Excuse me. And she goes and she sees this guy and he's covered in tattoos. And she goes up to him and she goes, hi, are you in a band? And he goes, I am in a band. She goes, oh yeah, my my daughter and her, her boyfriend are both in bands. And he goes, oh, what bands are they in? And she mentioned some and he goes, oh, I don't know who they are. Um, and she goes, oh yeah, they're both pretty, like they're like on the smaller side. And um, he, she goes, well, what band are you in? And he goes, oh yeah, um, I play in a band called Gunses and Roses. <laughs> Gunses? And she goes, what do you do? And he goes, oh, I'm a drummer. She goes, cool. I used to listen to you guys in the eighties. And then she calls me and she goes, so I just met some guy in a band. And I was like, okay. And she goes, yeah, he was in Guns and Roses. Guns and, why am I saying it like that? Guns and Roses. I just Guns love is, I, It's a pretty great name. <laughs> Guns and Roses. I'm not, I'm, I'm not. Um, I'm like, who says, who says, like, who pluralizes kind of guns? Funny. I don't know. Apparently I do. And uh, I go, mom, are you sure it was him? He could have just been lying. And she goes, oh, um, I don't know. He was wearing a mask. So I pull up a bunch of photos. She goes, yeah, that's him. And now every time she sees him, she goes, he asks what about my band? <laughs> secondly, that's amazing. My mom and him are officially friends. That's fantastic. That's great. So yeah. see, I, I can't wait to come see Gunses and Roses with Rivals opening. Gunses? Three, Guns nights, and roses is... three nights at MSG. You never Guns know where your connections are going to happen. And now, you, uh, now you have a connection with Gunses and Roses. So your your boyfriend, your boyfriend uh, Cody, yes, is in a band. What what yes. band is he in? They're called the Browning. They're like um. Oh, I know the Browning. Yeah. I listen to them all the time. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, he's That's in the Browning. Awesome. He he does our records. He, he mixes and yeah, masters I, and I, does does writing. Oh, that's awesome. I I listen yeah. to them. I had a question for you um, as okay. a graphic artist. Right. Sure. So I, I've kind of been the one doing our band's album covers and merch and stuff like that. Good choice. So uh, as as someone who does that for. Yeah, but I but I like suck at it. I take what what takes other people 30 minutes on Photoshop <laughs> takes me like half a day. It Relatable. Just that I, yeah, I just can't. It happens to me, too, depending on what I'm trying to do. Oh, it happens to me when I'm trying to just like make something not look like not look like a ransom note, like five. <laughs> like, yeah. Sometimes uh, ransom notes are cool though. Yeah, once, and then the next time you do something, <laughs> it shouldn't look like a ransom note. Still. <laughs> now you're just now you're just uh, zodiac killer killer. Right. Man. Exactly. Right. So, uh, but I did want to ask because I remember very first time I ever saw somebody in a band T-shirt with my band's name on it was absolutely mind blowing to me. I thought it was the coolest thing. Um, it's it like not obviously not at a show where someone bought it and I saw them buy it and I sold it to yeah. them and I gave them and then, they put, and then they put it on. Right. Yeah. Like when I saw someone in the wild <laughs> with, with like their Pokemon. Band. Right. Exactly. Like when I found them and they had a, one of my band t-shirts on, I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. Right. So there's a certain amount of like pride and excitement that happens with that. Um, and also a little bit of embarrassment for me where I'm just kind of like, you should, there's better bands out there. You should put something else on. 
But as a graphic artist, right? Mm -hmm. Is there a difference when you see someone wearing a band t-shirt that you designed versus a band t-shirt that you did not design? Do you get like that little extra bit of pride or, or have you just designed everything? Uh, yeah, everything, the shirt you're wearing, the shirt you're wearing, the shirt I'm wearing, I designed right, right. all of it. <laughs> Every shirt I, in, in existence. <laughs> I made it. No, um, right. um, it's like the same sense of pride almost because, okay, like my band, like if I see someone wearing a, one of my band shirts, I'm like, man, that's cool. Right. And then I double ante it up by saying, wow, not only are you wearing my band shirt, but you're wearing a shirt that I made. So that's cool. And then I doubled it up by now, um, you know, all those big merch sites, you like merch now and like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I can go on there and find tons of my designs. And yeah. I even upped it once and now I'm all over Hot Topic. So that's totally yeah, cool. it's that's amazing. super cool. And I, a lot of the times, um, people tag me in TikTok videos a lot of people wearing designs that I've made. They're like, didn't you make this? I'm like, I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's just like, it's usually like falling in reverse. I've done Escape the Fade. I've done. Right, right. Yeah. I've done a lot of stuff. I've done stuff for Paige, WWE, Zelina from WWE. Like I've done a lot of, a lot of stuff. So I get tagged and stuff constantly, all the time. Um, just of people wearing my stuff. And there's been, I've been at shows of ours where I'll see someone wearing a shirt that I made of another band. And I'll walk up to them being like, I made that shirt. Well, that's, that's go, what I mean. Cool. That's what I mean. Like that idea of like someone wearing your band shirt is one thing. It's amazing because yeah. they're a supporter and they're a fan, but someone yeah. wearing a shirt that's not even your band that just happens to be a piece Something of I art made. that you made. Yeah. Like, is it the same? Yeah. Is it the same kind of thing? Or is it like a double thing? Because you're like, that's eh, my fucking band also like, or yeah, just it's in general, it's it just pride. It depends. Cause like once shows come back, I'll probably more than likely go to a Falling Universe show and I'll right. more than likely see mainly my designs. Right. He has other people design stuff for him, but like I do a lot of it. Like I, like every quarter I sell him 20 designs every quarter. That's awesome. So That's awesome. 80 designs a year, if not more, I sell to him Holy every shit. quarter. That's so great. yes. Um, so I make, and it's such as for his Twitch. That's for everything. All of it. I make a lot of it. Or yeah. A ton of it. Um, and so like, for me, it's like so cool because like I get to see that other people enjoying merch from a band that they like, but like that piece of merch the most to right. buy it and put it on their body. That's cool. That's really cool. The whole thing is so cool. It's like, cause like my band's like one of my careers. And then I also have my graphics. That's like my other part of my career and mm -hmm. I'm in school and that's another part of my career that's going to come, you know? So it's like, I just... I like things. Do you have anything that you created for somebody that you do not like? Oh yeah, there's lots. That is out there that you see <laughs> and you're oh, like, son of a bitch. Why there's is this a popular? lot? I, I know it's so weird, but sometimes they make things for people that they like. Right. And you know, they really like it. Well, they're and the customer. Yeah. You. Yeah, that's all. As long as they like it, that's all that, that matters. Like, right, right, as right. long as you enjoy what I made for you, that's what's important because you, you ever, paid me money to make you something you like. Um, do I like it? <laughs> Not always. Do you ever have and those? And I do uh, kind of talk people out of it. You know sometimes. what's amazing? What's amazing that. is you can 
you deal with like obviously you make a lot more money than like my barber okay my barber gives me a hard Maybe. time don't you cut it's your like, own hair well now i i, I just started cutting <laughs> my own hair because he is that. his barber because my barber was like i was like listen man i'm gonna need you make bucks. more money he's like he's like you make more money than my barber than my barber right. yeah who, well, is, well, who yeah. is me? I paid more. To, I paid more money for my my design than I paid for my haircut. Right. Yeah. But the guy well, was like, you... "No, no, I don't want to do that." And I was like, "Well, I, we're at a crossroads here. I don't know what to tell you. I'll see you later." Which I'm is why he's wearing. Stood. I never really. I mean, I guess some people like don't like doing things because it's out of like they want to be their creative selves, and if they have to go outside that, they're like, I don't want to do that. I'm so not like that. I'm like, yeah, it's huge. I'm I'm good at my job. I make cool stuff, and I like making cool stuff. And and if I can make somebody's sometimes bad idea slightly cooler, <laughs> I did my fucking job. That's my job. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you're you know? right. Because people have a lot of bad ideas. Like they really they do. do. Case in point. My, my, yeah. No, I actually really like That's why he's wearing hats. I, it's not that bad. Not I, that you bad. know what? I cut my own hair too, and I look like a paintbrush right now. It's okay. It's fine. No, but, <laughs> but I, I, I do feel that my, uh, my, my girlfriend during COVID, she, um, she works. She's a lighting director. She's a lighting director for Joan Jett, actually. And so, okay, she's, she's out on tour all the time, right? And yeah. she is a big Just part of subtle creating... flex. Just no, you know, is, one of the women who made mute rock music for women like a thing. But nobody, yeah, she's kind of cool. Right. That ain't my flex <laughs> at all. That's like, yeah, yeah but she's she's her. awesome. I'm 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 a degree from awesome. <laughs> This is great. So during COVID, she hasn't been able to obviously do that because there's no tours yeah. or anything like that. So she started kind of like loosely kind of working. She's doing the Fiverr thing and like uh, designing mm -hmm. other people's websites because she also has a band. Uh, she's got a really good um, all-girl punk rock band called Jackknife Stiletto that's fucking awesome. They're on uh, Blackheart Records. They have a couple records out. Everybody should check them out. JackknifeStiletto.com. They're fantastic. Go back in the archives. Yes. Or go back in the archives. Some They're people say the archives. Absolutely awesome. Because they, they so during been on an episode. During this time, she's uh, she's been doing like other people's websites. She's editing other people's videos and stuff like that. But she got into doing uh, acrylic pour. And she's so she's like painting and just kind of like figured out how to do it. But she's one of those hustler people to where she's like, oh, I'm going to start selling these and make an Etsy page. <laughs> so she started yes, selling that's... acrylic pores. She's naming her acrylic pores after whatever color she has. Like, oh, this one's got the colors of like the New Day WWE guys. And so I'm going to call it like feel the power of New Day, power of positivity. And mm -hmm. this one, it looks like uh, Thanos to me because it's purple and blue. So I'm going to call it Thanos. And so she's marketing. But she's had a few people that commissioned her to do stuff. And they're like, can you do this for me? And yeah, whatever. And so like she she does these things that like she might never make on her own. But because yeah. she's working for somebody else, she makes them and still makes them in her way. And like you said, kind of like you find your way to take someone else's like shit idea and make it a cool idea <laughs> and make it kind of work. And yeah, yeah. So I mean, I've that's seen my that job. Firsthand. Yeah, I've seen that firsthand. Yeah. I think it's awesome. And I think 
in art, it's so cool to be able to kind of do that, to be able to hear someone else's idea and go, okay, everything you said sucks, but <laughs> I'll never say that. Right. I'll no, like, but in okay, your mind. Okay. Yeah. I'm right. Yeah. How does it feel like? So for, for my band, I actually took a pre-made thing and, yeah. and I put my shitty idea on your cool idea. How does that feel too? Okay, so sometimes I'm oh, sorry, like <laughs> I'm just gonna be brutally honest, okay? Yeah, uh, yeah. Nobody really you normally asks me too many questions about my art stuff, so um, sometimes I'll make a piece of art and it'll be so cool. I'll be like, "This is the cream. This is everything I've ever dreamed of. This is perfect." And then they message, email me back, and they're like, "Yeah, can you change this, 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 this?" <sighs> And then now it's like nine times less cool. Right. And it's so disappointing. It makes me so sad. Do you keep um, the original? Oh, yeah. That's usually the one that I like is the one that I post. And it does happen sometimes where people have me change things huh, um, enough. Or they have me change things out to like um, to suit more of what they, they like, which is that's the point of my job. I'm, you know, I'm trying to make right what they want but inside my head i'm like nah! right <laughs> no but i i like my job i like i like what i get to do i like that i get to take ideas from other people like like you said things that i would never make myself ever but i like making those things because it helps me step outside my norm and outside mm -hmm. my box because right. if, i feel like if you just keep doing the things that you like you're never going to learn to do something that you don't like which in turn could create you or could make you learn to do something that you end up liking and not realizing it, or you learn something from it that you can use in your own art. You know, uh, I just think it's like, sometimes it's so people are so weird about like, I don't want to do that. It's not my art. Like, I just think it's like, so why, why? Well, I feel people like I get so attached. People get so attached. Yeah. And I think, uh, honestly, I think that's part of the reason that like, that probably adds to your ability to write, song wise with the people mm. that you write with because right. there's so many mm. different influences and so much yes. um, she, different she, coming in because she also alluded to the fact that she, she like the first thing she put out were pop right oriented so mm -hmm. you, know, you get somebody else going hey i want to put some rock to that and and she was just like yeah cool let's do it okay like, yeah yeah that's that's uh, that's yeah. really that's that's Oh man, that's the best, man. I feel that, that's you know. This when I was a kid, together, when I was a kid, it was like I Michael Jackson, Duran Duran, and Cheap Trick were like my my heroes when I was like five. Mm -hmm. And it was like when I got into a band, it was like I got into a band with like metal people, and I was like, Oh, Testament's also awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, cool. The used is the shit. Oh, Guns and Roses God, is awesome. Yeah. Like Bert McCracken is oh my, my vocalist father. I love him. He's oh my like, God. he's great. I, so I never want to meet him. I'll don't want to meet the guy, but right. I love him as a person. I, I, I've as actually, a vocalist. We, we I'm scared seen, to meet him. Yeah. He's, be, you I, know what? He's one of the <laughs> few, he's one of the few vocalists that I feel like just completely embodies the emotion of whatever he's singing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I love like, him. He like he was a huge influence on me as a vocalist. For me personally, it took me a long time to appreciate the use because for me, a lot of the time it was like, "You're okay. wrong." 
No, yeah, no, no, I was, no, no, I was, I you know, I don't record. mean to be rude, but like, no, no you no, 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 are no, no, no. wrong. Okay, hear me out here. Hear me out. <laughs> I'll hear you okay. tell wrong things. I love, 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 love the used records. Love them. Do you? I I love them a lot. I don't know. I, love does. Them a lot. I don't know. I don't know. Does. But then I saw them live. <laughs> I saw them live on Project Revolution, and. Bert was not at his peak. Okay, so when I see somebody at live, mm-hmm. and they are, excuse my French here, but the absolute drizzling shits mm. on vocals, I kind of go, mm. how many times did you see him? Oh, like three times. And all three oh. times he was drizzling shit? Awful. Mm. Really? But then, I've seen but him then, but but yeah. then then I I think I've seen them like two or three times after that because my wife wanted me to go see them two mm-hmm. or three times after that they were actually very good because he went he dropped the tuning and he figured yes. out like oh, I'm really glad that, that today people are starting to realize that the highest note isn't always the best yes I'm, I'm a firm believer. I don't believe that high notes are better notes. Nope. I would rather the hear right notes a note, are the right notes. I would rather hear a note that is so perfect in your range that when you hit it, it makes me quiver. That's yes. the note I want to hear. I don't care how high of a note you can sing. It's so boring. Right. We get it. Yeah. We have Mariah Carey. We right. get it. You can pierce my ears off. Boring. I just want you, I just want you to show make me emotion. So my question in the genre of dark pop, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You do have a lot of extra things that are happening in your music. How much do you guys rely on tracks or extra stuff? Oh, we're fully tracked. Everything, everything's backtracked. Me, band. No, I was going (laughs) to. Well, I was going to say, what, what happens if that goes down and what's your feelings (laughs) on, on that? Like, it's happened. Are you are you able to be like fuck it? We're playing it as a as a four piece or five piece right now, and we're just we, doing it. We, we do do that, but it mm-hmm. sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are a lot of tracks. Um, okay, everything synth based. Actually, new set wise, we'll be doing some of it live um, synth wise. We have pads and stuff now, right? Um, but dancehall area area era. A lot of it was tracked. Uh, all the electronics were tracked, which is like fifty okay. percent of our music. <laughs> um, so what happens? What happens in the case that that something happens with play. the tracks? We just play. Sure. Play through it. Well, you guys, you, know? you guys have like the light show too. You've got the light we do, bar. but if our tracks go out, our lights go out. We've had moments actually on on the jumpsuit tour. We were in Omaha, Nebraska, um, and it was a sold out venue or sold out show. The venue was small. 150 kids max could fit in that room, maybe. <laughs> and they probably pushed it past that. Right. By the end of the show, there was so much spe- from people sweating. It was 110 degrees outside and the goddamn fucking AC broke. Oh. There was God. literally a puddle of water from people sweating on the carpet. Oh my God. It was like literally like in a hole, I don't know, like this big, but it was like an inch of water walking through there. Wow. Um, it was so hot in there, the laptop started skipping. 
I didn't even know yeah. that could happen. <laughs> I didn't know it could happen either, but it did. Wow. And so it was us. Um, we hit Layla, uh, which is like a break for me. So I mm -hmm. stepped outside and I grabbed the laptop. It was still connected. And I put it, I took it outside and I set it there and let it play for a second outside and then pulled it back inside. And we just kept going. It happens. Sometimes it just, shit just doesn't work. And either you just deal with it or you turn them off and you just play. And it's happened multiple times. We've had it happen. Yeah. Um, we can play our set without it. Will it sound good? <laughs> Probably not. Um, we also have a well, second Will it sound tracks. as good? <laughs> yeah, so like it just, right. it's not as thick. There's no right. more harmonies or backup vocals. That's all gone. No synths, all gone. Our second guitar is gone. All our sub bass, like that sub plays to, like over to give it thickness, gone. Right. So you become a punk um, band. <laughs> yeah. It's not, I wouldn't say it sounds bad. Um, right. It, are we a heavy track band? Absolutely. I don't even, I'm not even for shame to admit that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't even care. We sound great live. Well, I, I, <laughs> I mean, no, honestly, I don't think there's any shame in it. For, I just think me. it's, I think it's important for bands that are coming up and, you know, we have mm -hmm. a lot of friends that are in bands and a lot of musicians that do listen to this that mm -hmm. are coming up and they're, and they're trying their hand at tracks or they're writing entirely in tracks. Some of them aren't even playing anything and they're just kind of making tracks. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, you can't just rely on that. You got to still be able to play your set, you yep. know, regardless of yep. what the, the extras are great, but they're extras, right? You still yeah. got to be able to play you your look set. at them like they're, um, additions. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, well, I mean, I, I'm over, I'm being very over dramatic when I say we sound garbage without our tracks because that's just true. Yeah. But I mean, we still sound good. It's just not going to sound the same because it's well, you're obviously all the elements. Yeah. yeah. All the elements are gone. I mean, and even with a synth pad, that shit overheats too. It's all yeah, electronics. Everything. You know, nothing's going to change. Right. Um, you should be able to yeah. play your set with. Oh, I agree. Amps and drums and a singer. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the other thing. We don't have amps. Neither do we. <laughs> yeah, nobody does anymore. We, we, we talked about that yeah. too. Um, so that's another added in. You should be able to play your set acoustic <laughs> if everything goes down. And I'll sing just me. I'll acapella that bitch. Yeah, yeah. Just I, it was, I'll snap a beat. <laughs> just go. It was funny the that night at yep. uh at, at knitting factory so so seb seb camp came out and was like talking to somebody and and i ended up talking to him a little bit and he was talking about you know just like whatever technical problems you were having at the time yeah we had a really bad day that day we were getting so much interference in our in-ears like yeah it literally was like a radio station no matter what channel we chose i want to say we played without ears that night I, do you prefer in ears as a singer, or do you prefer to have? A, do you do one in, one out? Do you prefer to hear the crowd? What What do you do? Both as a in. One. I don't want to be deaf in one ear and not in the other. <laughs> That's worse. It does make um, sense. Yeah. And then also, it took me a long time to get used to the in ears because I was so used to loving the feeling of the crowd. But over time, I just kept putting them both in, and I just kept forcing myself to do it. And after a while, now it's like, it's almost nice because I kind of get sucked in 
like, oh, we also set up a crowd mic, which really helped. <laughs> right. I'm, no, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. um, you still yeah. hear it. Yeah. I still hear it. Um, but something about just getting lost in it and like I can hear everything perfectly and it's so clear and it sounds like I'm in a recording studio. Right. You know, where, I mean, obviously it doesn't sound nearly as good as that because in-ears are like, of course, yeah. never sound like that, but right. it just sounds a lot better. And then I don't feel like I'm straining, like, cause I, I do that sometimes where I just like unnecessarily yell. Yes. Even though I don't need to. And that kind of helps stop that. So. I definitely, I can see that. I like, I tried them for, I tried them for two tours and. Mm -hmm. I brought them because the kind of tours that we were on are not the kind of tours that you guys do at all. So therefore I would, I would get to a show and there are no monitors. There is no back of house. There is no, you know, Oh, that's why we got ours was because we were so sick and fucking tired of showing up to venues with potato, literal potatoes sitting on the top front of the stage and mm -hmm. counting them as monitors and yep. then being like, good luck. Our whole band we don't have amps. Right. We have to have monitors. Right. We got to so hear something. Yeah. Have to. So we, that was, that was ours because we were playing a bunch of venues and it still happens. We still run into the scenario where oh, there's like yeah, literal, yeah. I'm not even kidding. They took a potato and put two fucking wires in it, plugged yep. them in and set them on the thing. And we're like, yeah, monitors. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. I, I, I legit enough highs in that for you. <laughs> oh my god. So no. like so Mickey Mickey was talking about like how he was building guitars and shit like that. And I was mm -hmm. I said to him, I was like, Hey, I have a bunch of parts sitting in my fucking basement. So you want them? are you the person who sent into those parts? Yeah. So yeah, so I sent him all those parts and I, and and he's like, dude, like I really appreciate that. Like, you, like what can I do for you? And I was like, explain to me the in-ear monitor system. <laughs> like, you need to fucking like let me know how that works. Yeah. So he he sent me like he sent me some legit like schematic and stuff like that. Oh, you got to share yeah. that shit. Yeah. I don't I don't get it. Okay, so so I I stopped Mike earlier from going into our um we have a sponsor and so every interview oh, yeah. that we do wow that was a while ago yeah I I stopped him and then we went like way long on this interview we yeah, might have to make sorry. this two parts no no I'm sorry thank you for hanging out <laughs> no, with us so long so uh so we need My to feed, we need to feed the beast no it's our it's it's you know what it's been fun so who cares Good. you know what i mean people like, will love it yeah but we are sponsored by a company called pod decks and uh have you ever played cards against humanity i have it's it's similar right so they they made a company that uh sells these cards for podcasters to give you ideas for interview questions or ideas for like uh podcast topics and things like that and so every single episode, we like to do a section where we let our guest choose which deck of cards they're going to answer a question from. And we randomly pick one and you get a random question. It could be really, really oh, she's, she's getting good at easy it, and right? simple she's, question. She's, she's, yeah, she, so which which so it could be a simple question or it could be, be excellent. It could be. We never know. You yeah. never know. So we have the uh, interview two deck. We've got interview deck. We've got what the heck deck on the in the green and the would you rather deck in the red. Which one did Mickett choose? I think Mickett chose would you rather. 
Okay, green one. So we have the green one. So we have what the heck. Now I'm going to hand this to Mike because it is an ongoing joke at my expense on this show that I lived in Las Vegas, Nevada, and yet I cannot at all shuffle cards. You want to see something funny? Do it. Nope. Do it. Come on. Here's what I do. Try to do it. Watch I'm going to turn them around quick and then I'm going to do this. this. Don't fuck it up. That's what I did. That's Good job. I've seen worse. For all the ASMR people. That sounded like a fart in my ears. It sure did. You ever you ever have like your stomach makes weird noise and it's like you're like, is that my stomach or did I just fart? Yes. Yes. And I've, yes. I've also had my stomach make a noise where I was like, do I need to tell the person I'm next to that that wasn't a fart or do I just kind of <laughs> let it go? Okay. Yeah. Relatable. So Kaylee, he's going to run his finger from right to left. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, you're going to do right <laughs> to left. And uh, tell us when to stop. So for all you listening, I am running right my finger slowly. Stop right it! To, and we stopped. He's going to pick a card and he's going to read okay. it. So. Oh, God. Wow. All right. So this is this is really more of a uh, an abstract question. How many chickens do you think it would take to kill an elephant? Trick question. He's reading it because he thinks I made like I made that up. How out of nowhere. big are How the chickens? How many chickens? This yeah. is real. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. You thought I was just like, oh, this will be funny. Like, yeah. That's what you thought? Sort of. Okay. <laughs> Elephants. How much does an elephant weigh? Uh, is it a baby elephant or an adult? A metric Wait, to kill? You know, I'm going to say one. One chicken to kill an elephant? Yeah, What's funny is there's no answer on there. So I'm uh, honestly, I'm going to consult the Google machine <laughs> right now because it didn't How? give an answer. Much does an an elephant weigh? No. Okay. So elephant weighs thirteen thousand pounds. All right, I got it. Okay. Oh, you fucking bitch! Holy let me, shit! Let me, just, let me just let me just finish this. I thing. have a real answer. Wait, wait, just wait. Just wait. <laughs> I do too. Okay, so <clears throat> the premise to the 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 um the business that my my partner and I came up with this whole like uh economics thing was uh genetically engineered cocks i like the way you said that yeah um, <laughs> so what we did was uh we took the uh adrenal glands of chickens and we ground them up and we fed them to other chickens and they would grow into other chickens like forced cannibalism like... um they weren't real we dressed up our friend in uh, in a chicken suit to eat the fake chicken and he had a chicken to force yeah a little bit but but okay more i got an answer person. all right kelly has an answer yes. to how six, many chickens Six thousand eight hundred forty-two chickens wow i got a totally different answer Ooh. what what is your uh, is there a description on your answer or what oh, did no, you type no. in i just I just did the heaviest elephant, 13,000 pounds, divided by the heaviest chicken, 1.9 pounds, which gives me 6,842 chickens. So you're, you're, you're gauging by like they have to be weight. an equal amount of weight to, to kill one. Yes. 
Okay. I just Googled how many chickens does it take to kill an elephant? It says a male elephant is about 6,000 kilograms, while the roosters of the golden cornet chicken average about 2.72 kilograms. So if we divide 6,000 by 2.72, we get about 2,206 roosters for a draw. By this That's... logic, it would take 2,207 chicken to kill okay. the elephant. So, so if you, okay, so if you mine wasn't, I took the same logic. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's so funny. What are the odds of that? Okay, so if you took a few of those chickens and fed them other chickens' adrenal glands, imagine how many less chickens it would take to kill that elephant. Well, if we genetically modify one chicken mm -hmm. to be the size of an elephant. Right, and crossbreed it with a wild then cat. Then, likely, That's it would I'm take saying. one singular chicken to kill that elephant. Funny you should say one because underneath my answer has the second option of people also ask, how many chickens does it take to kill a lion? To which the answer is just one chicken if the lion tries to swallow it whole and it gets stuck in its throat. So fascinating. That's it? Fascinating. <laughs> That's it. That's that. So that is the answer to Poddex. Now, if you want to uh, ask your family or friends or if you're a podcaster and you want to figure out some questions like that to ask your guests. The burning question. Go to poddex.com. You can uh, use the promo code BACON. Because everything's better with BACON. And get 10% off of your entire order, which also includes cool swag. Uh, speaking of swag, you can go to baconismypodcast.com and get some swag like these sweet t-shirts. This Mon is totally... <laughs> This is not perfect. I'm totally not professional, obviously. No, but you're but. hashtag professional, which means everything. And I have a samurai on my shirt because why? What do samurais have to do with bacon as my podcast? Not a goddamn thing, but samurais are pretty sweet. So I put a silhouette on my shirt. You guys play Ghost of Tsushima? Oh, man, I love that game so much. I haven't beaten it yet. I'm, I think I'm at the end, but you know how you think you're at the end and then you do something yeah, and then it's like, the game does bitch. that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, it's done it to me twice now. So I'm like, okay, that game's in my top 10 for sure. Oh, it's so good. Ooh, I just thought of another one of my favorite games, but it's more like a series. Um, Uncharted. Uncharted. So good. God. Oh my God. I never, I've even I played never that. played them. Never played them. Didn't even know what they were. And in right. the beginning of quarantine, PlayStation was giving away the, the collection. Um, mm -hmm. One to four. Uh, I ended up buying five. <laughs> I played the first one. I was like, fuck, oh, that was really good. Played oh, the second yeah. one. I was like, fuck, that was also really good. And I literally got through all of them. And by the fourth one, I was like, I'm going to buy the last one. I'm buying oh, it. Yeah. Holy shit. The pirate one. Oh, my God. Oh, so that was good. my favorite one. The, like, it's storyline and it's puzzles and it's action. Oh, and it's, it's so good. I have, I have it has still. that like, it has that Tomb Raider thing, mm -hmm. you know? I did the same thing you did where I didn't get into it until I think four is when I got yeah. the first one. And then I played four and I was like, oh man, I'm going back and playing all these and then played through them all. Yeah, that's what I did with five. Fallout. All right. So we've been talking now for like two and a half hours. I like, honestly, I can't thank you enough for hanging out this long with us and giving us this much of your time. Um, thank you. It's been super fun. This yes. has been awesome. Yeah, this was great. This was really fun. I had a really good time. Thanks. Thanks for having yeah. me. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta tell our fans 
mm-hmm. where do they where do they find you? Where do they find the band? Yeah, so my name's Kylie Wolf. Uh, or, 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 or... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh... Bravo. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Bravo. Uh, got him. Uh, I'll take his hat off to you. <laughs> you can find all of our socials. Are we are our VLS uh, Instagram Tiki Talkie? Uh, yeah, that's it. No, I'm just kidding. Twitter, um, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah. Come find us. We just put a new record out called "That Looks Pretty on Me." Uh, it's pretty cool, and um, we like cool. food. It's very cool. We didn't talk about it nearly enough in this interview. Yeah, but so... the record is fucking awesome. Yeah, the record is. Thank I you. can't. I can't endorse it enough because, like, I was really looking forward to it when when you guys put out "Supernova" and um, "Thunderstorms." I was like, "Oh man, this is this is." what's happening next and this is great and and then you put out the new record and i feel like the other two were definitely an an extension of the uh damn soul era stuff the new stuff is just a really cool evolution of the band like from the beginning as a you know almost like a scene band to what you guys are doing now which is legit like you guys say dark pop music mm-hmm. yeah the progression of the band is is actually really 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 cool when you listen to the music um and you kind of like follow it through everything fits with everything else but you definitely see the progression and this is one of those bands that manages to uh incorporate so many different styles and flavors without ever sounding like they're ripping off anything and it it sounds like them entirely and uh so i also i cannot recommend it enough lyrically it hits you it hits me anyway um they're sorry sorry let me get down hold on i just gotta get down (laughs) off this horse sorry it's super cool it is really cool feeling it's it's really cool that people care and like the record that's like everything we hoped for yeah that's (laughs) i mean that's what you want that's all you want. We spent want. a long time on this record. We spent two two whole years writing it, and then a year sitting on it while COVID yeah. just right. fisted us. So um, that was really well, you, descriptive. <laughs> you guys are a band you that know? works okay. your ass off. You guys yeah. are a band that works yes. your ass off. That's fucking awesome. So so people need to check it out. If you haven't checked it out, you got to check it out. Um, well, listen to you, Seth looks pretty on me. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely do. Now. <laughs> absolutely do. So Mike, so, where can they where can they find you? Uh uh I am me my own self Mike on all of the social media platforms. My band Something Heavy. Callie did some Callie. Awesome... <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you were doing it on purpose at that point. I thought so too. Callie, I can understand. Kylie don't get it. <laughs> I suck. You know, that. now, you know what? Now I don't feel bad for forgetting your band. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's like the fourth you time. Fucking amazing. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> the fourth time. I'm not. So, uh, yeah. So, my band is something heavy at something heavy music all, all over the place. I'm on Instagram and Twitter, Jimmy G shoes. My band is craving strange. We are uh craving strange music 
um, pretty much everywhere. Mike and I, our bacon is my passion. You can find all our music on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, all that kind of stuff. If you are listening to this, Bacon is my podcast on Apple Music. Give us that five-star review because that will help with the algorithms, which we all know suck. Yes. Uh, leave your comments down uh, underneath if you are watching on Strangerhood TV. And if you are on an Android, you can find us on uh, Spotify and uh, I think uh, iHeartRadio too and the, the Google, Google and all that kind of good stuff. Biggestinmypodcast.com uh, if you want some of this sweet swag that you can see if you're watching on Strangerhood TV and you can hear about if you're not. Thank you again, Kaylee. Thank you. For getting my name right. <laughs> Can't just spell it right. You got to say it right. Uh, from Rivals, thank you so much for spending your time with us. We really, yes, really do so appreciate much. it. Thank you for eating in front of us. Thank you for introducing us to your dog. Uh, that just was also love that food porn. All kinds of fun tonight. Um, this has been awesome. It really has. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes, thank yeah. you.